Hey dads, before we jump into today's episode, I want to let you know about a great resource we have for you called the Dad-Son Challenge, 10 manly activities that dads and sons can do together. These are fun activities that you and your son can do to help both of you get better at being men that are based around the five marks of manhood that we talk about in each episode of Manly Tales. So go to manhoodtribes.com challenge where you can download your free dad-son challenge today. That's manhoodtribes.com slash challenge. Welcome to Manly Tales, stories for making men out of boys, a podcast for dads and sons to listen to together. I'm Don Ross, the host of Manly Tales, and each episode you'll hear my sons and me talk about the stories that are inspiring and teaching us about what it means to be a man. We're excited to have you listen in with us. This episode is part of Season 3 of Manly Tales, where we're talking about the life of King David. Today's episode tells the story of how the prophet Nathan rebukes David for his relationship with Bathsheba. Let's listen together. But God was not at all pleased with what David had done, and sent Nathan to David. Nathan said to him, There were two men in the same city, one rich, the other poor. The rich man had huge flocks of sheep, herds of cattle. The poor man had nothing but one little female lamb, which he had bought and raised. It grew up with him and his children as a member of the family. It ate off his plate and drank from his cup and slept on his bed. It was like a daughter to him. One day a traveler dropped in on the rich man. He was too stingy to take an animal from his own herds or flocks to make a meal for his visitor, so he took the poor man's lamb and prepared a meal to set it before his guest. David exploded in anger. As surely as God lives, he said to Nathan, the man who did this ought to be lynched. He must repay for the lamb four times over in his crime and his stinginess. You're the man, said Nathan, and here's what God the God of Israel has to say to you. I made you king over Israel. I freed you from the fist of Saul. I gave you your master's daughter and other wives to have and to hold. I gave you both Israel and Judah, and if that hadn't been enough, I'd have gladly thrown in much more. So why have you treated the word of God with brazen contempt, doing this great evil? You murdered Uriah the Hittite, then took his wife as your own, Worse, you killed him with the Ammonite sword. And now, because you treated God with such contempt and took Uriah the Hittite's wife as your wife, killing and murder will continually plague your family. This is God speaking, remember? I'll make trouble for you out of your own family. I'll take your wives from right out in front of you. I'll give them to some neighbor, and he'll go to bed with them openly. You did your deed in secret. I'm doing mine with the whole country watching. Then David confessed to Nathan, I've sinned against God. Nathan pronounced, Yes, but that's not the last word. God forgives your sin. You won't die for it, but because of your blasphemous behavior, the son born to you will die. After Nathan went home, God afflicted the child that Uriah's wife bore to David, and he came down sick. David prayed desperately to God for the little boy. He fasted, wouldn't go out, slept on the floor, 
The elders and his family came in and tried to get him off the floor, but he wouldn't budge. Nor could they get him to eat anything. On the seventh day, the child died. David's servants were afraid to tell him. They said, What do we do now? While the child was living, he wouldn't listen to a word we said. Now with the child dead, if we speak to him, there's no telling what he'll do. David noticed that his servants were whispering behind his back and realized that the boy must have died. He asked the servants, Is the boy dead? Yes, they answered. He's dead. David got up from the floor, washed his face and combed his hair, put on a fresh change of clothes, then went into the sanctuary and worshipped. When he came home and asked for something to eat, they set it before him and he ate. His servants asked him, What's going on with you? While the child was alive, you fasted and wept and stayed up all night. Now that he's dead, you get up and eat? While the child was alive, he said, I fasted and wept, thinking God might have mercy on me and the child would live. But now that he's dead, why fast? Can I bring him back now? I can go to him, but he can't come to me. David went and comforted his wife Bathsheba, and when he slept with her, they conceived a son. When he was born, they named him Solomon. God had a special love for him and sent word by Nathan the prophet that God wanted him named Jedidiah, God's beloved. All right, so in the last story that we listened to, we really kind of heard all about some big mistakes that David made. And now those mistakes are catching back up to him. So we hear in this story kind of the consequences that he has to deal with and the way that he responds to those consequences. And this gets pretty intense. So I'd love to hear from you guys. Like, what were some of the moments that stood out to you in this story? Um, I mean, for sure, the fact that, like, you know, God killed David's firstborn. I mean, that was pretty, like, you know, oh, gosh, this is this is very serious. Like, this isn't just, you know, David sinned against God. Like, this is, like, some terrible stuff. Yeah, I agree. This is pretty significant. Like, you know, his first son died, and God was really clear that the son wasn't going to live. And, uh, you know, that, that, was, that was a big deal. God's taking this really, really seriously. So, yeah, I think that was that was pretty significant. Colton, what about you? What, what stood out to you in this story? Something that stood out to me was that, um, like, when the prophet told David the uh, metaphor, it was David was like, we must have this man repay his debt by like four, right? And I'm like, and David, and then the prophet was like, bro, the dude's you. And <laughs> yeah. David was like, oh no. <laughs> right. Yeah. That was a, that was a big moment. That's one of my favorite <laughs> moments in the story too, that Nathan, the prophet, you know, really kind of calling David out, which I think is great. It's, it's probably hard to be a prophet and come into the King's throne room and call the King out, you know, to tell him like, Hey, dude, you did this wrong. Like, this was a violation against God. And yet Nathan definitely stepped up and, you know, told him that story and helped David to even kind of recognize his own sin. I thought that was that was a cool moment and a really like a really good way of Nathan helping David to come to grips with what he had done. So, yeah, I thought that was great, too. 
Um, okay. Well, here on the Mainly Tales podcast, we love to talk about our five marks of manhood, which are the things that we believe that every man should display in his life as part of being a man. So those five marks of manhood are strength, courage, skill, honor, and allegiance. So now as David is kind of dealing with the consequences of his mistakes, what do you guys see in this story? Like, how does he display some marks of manhood? Eli, what'd you see? I mean, for sure, I definitely saw allegiance and just like David fasted for basically six to seven days and like he had done some terrible things and God was going to, you know, give him a consequence that was fit for those terrible sins but like still in all of it he was faithful to god and was like you know hey i know that i have to have this kind of consequence but i realize that it is like they weigh out the same and that i need to have this to be able to move forward and so i really thought it was just cool that like he kind of accepted the fact that like you know this is my son and he's going to die but i'm still going to love god and do my best to show that in the future so i thought that was really cool yeah i thought so too i think that's a great example of you know kind of we're returning a little bit to the allegiance that we know has been true in david but he kind of messed up on in the last episode i think we're you know trying to see him return to uh, you know who he really is. So that's good. Colton, what about you? Any any marks of manhood that stood out to you? I think strength because he, bro fasted for a week and yeah. like to be able to fast for a week that you have to have some major like strength. Yeah, I think so too. Like his body was definitely prepared to be able to do that. And he pushed himself physically to be able to, you know, be at that place. And even the servants were kind of like, you know, he's, he's not eating. Like, is everything okay? okay? Yeah, exactly. So yeah, he was, he was definitely pushing himself to do that as a way of trying to be, uh, show his allegiance to the Lord. And, and even I think trying to, you know, show some honor to his son, like trying to do right by his son in the sense of like, you know, he kind of said like, maybe if I can fast and pray and, and really repent that God will relent and spare my son. And, uh, that didn't happen, but you know, we saw him trying to do right by his son as best he could. And I think, I think that was really good. I think that was definitely more consistent with the David that we've known throughout most of his life. So yeah, that was, that was significant. Um, okay. Anything that you guys would say, like, as you look at David in this story that you would go, uh, that's something that I would want to put into practice or that's a, that's, I would like to be like David in that way. Anything that stood out? Praying to God when I made a a mistake. Okay, yeah, and why is that? Because it's like I make a lot of lots of mistakes, and I just being able to pray to God and like have Him forgive you is just something I need to work on and want to be like David in that way. Yeah, I think that's great, Colton. I think that's just acknowledging and recognizing like prayer is a big part of repentance and of being right with God. And so, yeah, I think that's awesome. Eli, what about you? What did you see from David that you would like to imitate? Um, For sure, just like allegiance to God and like staying focused on, hey, I'm going to, you know, like I'm still going to love God throughout all of this and like I'm going to be faithful to God and I'm going to respect God even though like some tough times are going through and like happening to my family and my son is going to die, but I'm still going to love God and be faithful to him through all of this. So I'd like to be able to do that in the future. Yeah, I think I think that's fantastic. 
Um, okay. Well, here on the Manly Tales podcast, we like to end every episode by giving you guys, the dads and sons who are listening, a couple questions to be able to discuss with each other so that you can keep the conversation going once the episode is done. So we've got a question today for the dads, and that is, how do you make things right when you've done something wrong? Question for the sons is, what is something you need to make right today? Okay, we hope you've enjoyed this episode of Manly Tales, and we look forward to talking to you again next time. We'll see ya. Bye-bye. See you guys next time on Manly Tales. Manly Tales stories are adapted and performed by Josh Burns. For more information about the show, visit ManlyTales.com. Hey dads, don't forget to download your dad-son challenge, 10 manly activities that dads and sons can do together. Just go to manhoodtribes.com slash challenge.